SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. 1-1. Fly ball, right center. Deep. Got a chance! Five! The high five to Santiago as he rounds third, and his teammates pour out of the dugout. And this crowd in Toronto on their feet. Hats off, Cabrera hits home run number 500, and hats off to us because away we go. With a brand new week on a Monday, Series 204 of the Sports Good Radio Network, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Got the peach thing working there. Very, very colorful. Looking, Thank you. Looking good. Chris Pavone is back in here. By the way, I do too. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. We didn't even send each other a medal. No, we didn't. Are you wearing cologne? Or is that something in the room I'm smelling? Yeah, it's my. It's oh. The, it's the, you know, honestly, it's the one thing. The Black Cherry Merlot antibacterial wow. hand spray. It does double as a, a men's cologne. I, I was, I was going to... It also sounds by the a, name of it like something I'd have with steak. Here, I'll give you a spritz of that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the room smells good. It's, as, and what's going on? The room's not a Swedish, a Swedish sauna today. <laughs> well, it's cooled off here in the valley. Oh, man. Woke up this morning on the patio doing the work. I go, this is gorgeous. And I got, look, it was 76 degrees. That's money. Uh, it's going to be about 108 or 9 later in the week. It is a, one of the few things I miss about back east. A, the food. The food in Buffalo is spectacular. I do miss the change of seasons. And I was talking to my buddy this morning back there. Fall golf, playing golf in the fall, there is nothing better with the leaves turning. Start your round maybe wearing a sweater vest or a windbreaker and taking it off after four or five holes. Fall golf's the best. I miss that dearly. But I love the fact I can play 365 days a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, I, 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 love, I love Vegas. I, I, I do miss... The color, the changing colors. I, I don't miss uh, the fall and winter temperatures. Um, I, but I, overall, I, I really, really like Las Vegas. I do miss the beach, but I can drive over there. Speaking of golf, by the way, they're playing the Northern Trust. And it, right now, it looks great there, but the back end of Henri is still circling around. But if they can get that in... They're trying to finish up the Northern Trust. Great leaderboard, Camp Smith, 1,600 par. Rom's right there. Uh, so excited. I got golf. Going to go home and you know tape the golf, go home and watch the golf this afternoon. Little little bonus coverage. But they said you know, they could have made it a 54-hole event and said no. Uh, the commissioner stepped in and said, these are the playoffs. This is going to be 72 holes no matter what, meaning they'll go into tomorrow. If they have to. And I appreciate that, that you give guys every opportunity. There's a lot of money on the line here. So that golf tournament's ongoing. And then the Women's Open yesterday, 
was quite entertaining. Uh, watch that playing at Carnoustie, and sure enough, they come to number eighteen at Carnoustie, and there was carnage on eighteen, and it, it just it brought up the memories of Jean Vandeville. <laughs> it really did. The one the one girl uh, Lee, she she had a chance to post a number, and it might have held up, and she hit it into the berm. You know, but you remember Vandeville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took the the pants up to the knee. It was, what a train wreck. I mean, he should have hit eight iron, eight iron, eight iron, and he could have three putt to win. Correct. And he he just, total brain cramp. This girl hit it into the berm. I mean, it's death. You're done. And the ball bounced out and went forward, and she had, she got it up four feet from the hole and missed the putt. But I enjoyed the women's open. It was great. I'm thinking they should have had him as one of the commentators, right? And any, as long as he's not playing this past weekend, and anytime anything goes on at Karnuski, make him one of the commentators. Uh, Anna Norquist won the term. Well, no, so my wife's out there. I'm on the patio. I'm watching this thing. And there, there were the leaders were tied coming to 18. So I'm telling her the story about Van, Vanderbilt. I go, here, you got to see. She says, no, I don't want to see it. So, uh, But I went, old YouTube did and started telling the story, and she's watching this, and you could just sit there, and her eyes are like, what was that guy thinking? Right. I, yeah. I mean, so it's even worse than Jesper Parnovic not looking at the scoreboard when he got to the 18th yeah. hole. It's like, well, why would you not want to know where you stand what, so was you it, know what you need to do? Was it the weekend before last that Cam Smith botched himself up in the trees there? What What was he thinking on that shot? when? He, he he's he's off the off the fairway in the trees. Tries to fit this when you just punch it out, and he's still in the tournament. Yeah, and he hits the tree and goes out of bounds. Got to manage your way around the golf course. So it's a great time here. We're going to dive into preseason football. Week two's in the cookie jar. A lot of stuff that happened over the weekend. You start to form some opinions, and we're going to dive into that in our second hour. Chuck Esposito is going to join us over at Red Rock from Station Casinos. And Mike Lewis is going to check in with us on Vegas Hockey Hotline, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 o'clock our time. And that's always a great conversation. KSHP.com will have that for you. That's when Scott Perel will take over on the network. But we are just getting started. And, in fact, I was rude when we come back. We'll say hi to Chris Bavona, our producer. And then we'll dive into the preseason right here, Sirius Channel 204, the Sports Good Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Book Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. What is it, Kiss Week on Vegas Sports Radio? <laughs> No wrong with that. I thought of a line, but I decided not to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Didn't say hello. Didn't mean to be rude. Our producer, Chris Bavona, who's an active 
component to the proverbial program. How's the weekend, man? The weekend was lovely, actually. Thank you. Lovely. Yes, sands the all the rain. Um, I had a pretty good weekend, actually. I. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Tell us about the storm. It was rain, a lot of rain, and that's it. Thankfully. Well, I mean, a lot. I do have a lot of uh, people I know that got, you know, they had flooding in their areas. But where I live in the city, it was just rain, and it really wasn't even that bad. I mean, Friday night I went out with my brother. Saturday night I took my cousin to see some documentary he wanted to see about a graffiti artist for his birthday. And then Sunday, I uh, even though it was raining and like we were kind of like right in the middle of the of the storm, I went and saw a musical. Wow. Was it good? What was it? Was, it? it was, uh, you know, the, the Netflix show, um, Stranger Things? No, but continue. Well, it was a, par- <laughs> well, it was a musical parody of the Netflix show. It's a popular, it's a popular was it good? show on Netflix. It was very funny. Good. good it was good, one good. of those uh, off-Broadway. Thankfully, the Henri thing, and I know it did still do damage. Thankfully, it was nowhere near what it was supposed to be. Do you believe? I mean, this that thing in Tennessee is utterly beyond belief. Like the flash floods and all these people that are still missing. I mean, you're you're in you're in their living room and my God. I mean, yeesh. Thank you. We do sports. Thank God. All right, we got a game tonight. New Orleans. How do you transition back to sports? That's right. probably when you talk about rotten, <laughs> right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you try to, you know what I mean? It's, it is. It's the most awful <laughs> no, you, thing when you're yeah. talking about something. I mean, because bad things happen in sports, you know, in the, you, know, you talk about a, a tragedy or whatever, and then you find a way to segue back into sports. Like, how the heck do you do it? Yeah. You know, it, it almost feels like the A.J. McCarron thing is minuscule now. It's like pregnant pause and start over. Reboot. Game tonight, New Orleans laying four. 39.5 or 40 is the total. Listen, Sean Payton, I'm convinced he's going to go with the the hybrid thing. I think Winston's going to be the starter. And if Taysom Hill, for argument's sake, got, and I'm guessing, with Breeze as the quarterback, if Taysom Hill got eight touches a game last year, it's going to be a kind of a hybrid thing where he's upwards like a dozen, 15, and packages are in there for him. But I would say, and Payton said he's not made a decision yet, that you're looking at this game and it matters. And oh, by the way, Urban Meyer hasn't decided. Is it, Gar- is it Minshew or is it Trevor Lawrence? So you're actually getting a preseason game, not knowing how much any of these guys are going to play, which is the Rubik's Cube. But you have both teams, quote-unquote, that have a quarterback battle. Well, Stevie, how do you make a decision? If you're evaluating the quarterbacks, you're letting them throw. You got to look at them, right? So this is a higher total, I believe, with good reason. I get it. I get it. There's something about Meyer that every time he says that, I think, if something goes off my head, it goes, now you know who your starter is going to be week one. He, he's Does he remind just, you of Saban a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that regard. Right, yeah. So I I, I don't, and I could be completely wrong, and he could be telling us the truth. I got a feeling like he knows who his starter is for week one already, and 
again, he's either feeling the competition because he, you know, he wants both guys to be ready, or he just doesn't want you know the public to know. Some some coaches are like that. I don't know. I, and again, maybe he hasn't decided. I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna. I really am. I'm gonna be sad when preseason ends. I've not been in the past like that overly active. I've I've played a lot more games in the preseason this year than years past. And knock on wood, I've had a good read. Took Houston against Dallas. You know, caught the points there, and they won outright. The gift from the gods is Denver. Denver was laying six at Seattle, and they won thirty to three. And you've got Bridgewater and Locke, and neither guy is given an inch. Yeah, Brian, I, w- I went to lunch with, uh, I'm sorry, breakfast. I went to, I can't, don't even know what meal it is now. This is how screwy my life You is. ate something. I ate something somewhere uh, with, with my neighbor Chet. I thought he brought up a really good point yesterday. Three preseason games now, but they're, but they're playing all these scrimmages, right? They're, they're doing all these live-action scrimmages. And he, he goes... But the NFL's losing money. Why not play the fourth game? And not, you, It's the same amount of hard practice time for these guys. You, the, the NFL's it, losing it, a paycheck. But it's controlled. And, oh, by the way, you're... you're we had three buddy, fights last your week. Your buddy, Chet, you've been sitting next to me for, for the last two months, haven't you? Yeah. Where we've sit there, we've talked about this is going to be a preseason unlike any other. And then it used to be... I was the beat reporter for the Bills for 14 years. Once a year in the preseason or camp, they would do a scrimmage with the Browns. Okay. Okay, so that was kind of a new thing. So a lot of teams would have a scrimmage with teams. Now, these teams are practicing for two or three days leading up to the preseason game. We've talked about that in the last two weeks. Those games are dead unders because – the starters are getting everything they want to get accomplished against the other team starters in a controlled environment where you hopefully don't get your quarterback killed. And that's why they're not playing, starters aren't playing in these preseason games so that virtually all these games, the rotation is not even the backup quarterback. You're talking about the third and fourth string quarterbacks. But, I mean, we'll get into, into the Chicago thing in a second. But look at Trubisky, a second-string quarterback, looked like Johnny Unitas against the Bears. Most of these games are third- and fourth-string quarterbacks. I, I get all that. I just thought he brought up a good point, two regards. First of all, you're losing a preseason game, but you're still having all these scrimmages, so it amounts to the same amount of work. You're, you're trying to prevent injuries is the reason we go to three, but they're doing all these scrimmages, I think, in – you know, injuries are in play in those scrimmages, so I don't know that you've reduced the risk, and you're you're losing that one paycheck now. Good well, point, bad no, point. Well, well, they're losing teams, are, but it was a money grab, and I don't feel sorry for them, where they're making pre, uh, season ticket holders choke on a preseason ticket, I, and they wouldn't even go to half the dog. I understand that. I, right. I, I, but, I but, but, but let me ask you. I mean, you're the guy that should have the frame of reference, you're the injury guy. Yeah. You've done this forever. I think there have been significantly less injuries. Yeah, it does feel that in way. the preseason. You tell me. Yeah, it feels that way, Brian. Just so from... the, I mean, name guys. Yeah. So they're not playing in games, and, and it's not like one team. Like 
a team will have one week they're doing two or three practices with another. Who just did it? San Francisco yeah. did it last week, uh, and then they did the practices again with the Chargers this week. Right. And it, that game was a dead under even with Garoppolo and Lance playing. Yeah, I, I, I get the wagering angle of it. That that That's a good point. I just... I don't know. I, I I just thought he made a good point, but you're right. I have no, it doesn't points. seem like as many injuries. I so think far. they're way down. Yeah I, yeah, I could be wrong, but with the scrimmages, it's a it's a controlled environment to a degree. And oh, by the way, you're going starters on starters, and you're not putting a guy out there who your starting quarterback with some guy who's going to come in and destroy him and go for his knees trying to make a team. Right, right. Now I I, I get it. Although there were some haymakers thrown last week. Oh, Justin Fields, man. That was a car accident. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We're coming right back to Vegas with more. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. So we're talking about preseason football. Making a little money doing it now, but it's about the big picture and what happens in week one. So we've got the quarterback battle with Locke and Bridgewater in Denver. That's kind of the big one. The Winston Hill thing, see how that pans out. The 49er fans are going nuts. Well... You've got Garoppolo and Lance. I will tell you this. I watched that game last night. Watch Garoppolo. He looks good back there. He's not really that accurate. He had guys wide open, had passes sailing on him. Remember the Super Bowl. I don't know if he's thrown off his back foot. I I have noticed him do that. Everything was high. Yeah, because of the ankle injury. Now, Lance's problem is also high sometimes. He, he, I, I believe the two interceptions were, were balls that were high. Um, it, I, yeah, again, for me, as, if I was the head coach, I'd be really careful there. I, I would be leaning toward Garoppolo because once you start Fields, you don't want him on the yo-yo, right? You, you don't want him to have a bad game, and then you go back to Garoppolo, and then you go back to uh, land. You, know, you don't want to do that. So I would lean toward uh, starting Garoppolo unless... Lance just wows me, and I don't have a choice. So you got that situation, and you have the same situation in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's any doubt Justin Fields is going to grab the reins here. Now, the Bears are saying Dalton's starting game one. They said that after the game the other day, where they got murdered. Who cares? It's a preseason game. But I got news for you. It's a good thing Fields can run because that Bears offensive line is terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the quarterbacks were getting killed. Dalton was getting killed. Fields was running for his life. 
and he got hit by a linebacker, Andre Smith. That was a car accident. <laughs> I'll tell you one, the kid's tough. Yeah. But the point is, for the Bears, and the fans are going bananas, right? The fans of Chicago, they want fields. I don't know that week one it's the thing to do. We had this discussion a little bit last week, and I think it, I'm even further along on the road to say Dalton should start week one because you're putting him against that Rams defense on the road, Aaron Donald. So, A, you don't want the kid's confidence to get shattered. I'm not saying maybe he plays great and they win again. I'm not saying that's not impossible either. But once he gets it, it's his and the Bears made a promise to Andy Dalton. Believe this? I mean, they promised him, you sign here, you're the starting quarterback. And he did. And oh, by the way, they gave him $10 million, and Trubisky signed for two and a half in Buffalo, and Trubisky absolutely shredded them. He looked really good. Yeah. But it's preseason. I don't think you go nuts and go overboard about it. No, that. you have to be careful but about I, that. It's a discussion we've had on the hockey show, Stevie, and we've bled it back into this field situation. Maybe you say the same thing with Minshew and Lawrence. Why throw them to the wolves right out of the gate? And, oh, by the way, starting against Aaron Donald and the Rams, yeesh. Well, if that offensive line is as bad as you say it is, it I, 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 I want to hold him out even longer, right? He, he's your franchise quarterback going forward. You want him injured in year one, right? I, I just, I, I, would, I would start Dalton, and I would probably play Dalton as much as possible, at least in the beginning. But, by the way, Fields on that hit, that, in my mind, that's Fields' fault. you you got to feel that guy coming. He never even looked at him, Brian. It was coming from his front as well. It yeah. It was a blindside hit. Yeah. That's, well, it, that's it, on Fields. It, it looked worse. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, I think the kid's going to learn his lesson. A, he's going to buckle his chin strap. I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. But he got hit so hard, the headband he was wearing flew 10 feet. Did it? Oh, he got destroyed. And thankfully, he got up. Yeah. That's what, my heart stops watching these preseason yeah. games. But again, a, as a quarterback, you kind of have to be constantly surveying the field from the pocket. He was obviously locked on to a guy. Yeah, well, that's what young quarterbacks do. Right. Right. Well, you got, You have to. hopefully he learns from that. I mean, you also give, you give the other side credit. Go, they, they, it was the right blitz at the right time, but... That's fine, but but I I have to feel like like a veteran quarterback doesn't take that hit in that situation because he he feels the guy coming or he at least you know gives a glance over there to see what's happening on that side. Here's a good debate, I believe. See, I have always it's driven me. I love this sport, but it drives me insane annually weekly coaches mismanaging timeouts that are oxygen tanks third and 13 take a timeout you know take the five yards run a draw and punt it's a close game in the how many times do you see this they can't stop the clock at the end of the game because they frittered away timeouts it it's my biggest pet peeve this will be new to the folks on sports grid and series 204 people around here they get sick of hearing it, but watch the games. It will drive you nuts. And the other one I've always been 
batty about. I mean, well, the prevent defense thing. You're killing a team. And then you go to a prevent defense and they score. and go, well, it took them five minutes to score. Yeah, they weren't going to score if you didn't change anything. And then they let teams get around, get an outside kick, and you lost the game. What? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. But the, I've always said this. Why does it automatically have to be that if a quarterback, a starter, is having just a horrible day? I mean, just it's having a bad, bad day. Is it the worst thing in the world at the end of the third quarter to bring the backup in who, if you have belief that the guy's a quality player, he comes back in and gives the team a spark and somehow drives you down, you get a score, all of a sudden game gets tight, defense forces a tournament, and you win a game that automatically, because the backup came in, why does it have to be, now you've got a quarterback controversy? You know what I mean? It's like, he's not, he's playing horrible. The other guy, maybe shake it up, but they, they, they don't do it because they don't want the perception of that there's a quarterback controversy. When the coach could simply walk him and go, yeah, it wasn't Joe Blow's day. Hats off. This guy came in, won the game for us. Joe Blow's our starter next week. No, case closed. It just wasn't his day. It's like a relief pitcher come in, save the day. I, I don't understand. But the old saying is, if you have two, you have none. But I'm of the belief that in New Orleans we're going to see, we're going to see Winston and Hill. I can. The San Francisco one's a little squirrely. I'm not as convinced, but I can almost guarantee you, even if Dalton is the starter. I bet you Justin Fields, they have some packages in there that maybe Fields comes in, you know, for a series here and there. I don't know. I, I can see that happen. I, I, I can see that happening, too. I, again, it, it's only a, qu- a quarterback controversy if the coach allows it to become. Well, I mean, you know, you know, fans and and, and we're, we're doing sports talk radio twenty four seven now in this country. You've got to have something to talk about, so so we're going to talk about it. But but again, the the coach, it, it's up to the coach. He can put that to bed if he wants to, or again, maybe you know, maybe Urban Meyer's trying to fire guys up. You know, both quarterbacks and the team. Um, maybe something happens during the regular season where the coach wants that, you know, in the locker room, wants that fire. I mean, he could be being Dr. Phil a little bit. Like, you know, he's, don't forget the relationship, right? Coaches are like babysitters. You know, do you coddle some guys? Do you put the medicine ball on others? Don't ever forget what Parcells did or the way he treated Phil Sims. I mean, he just was on him relentlessly. Yeah. And Sims knew what he was doing. And skin ha- Sims had the alligator skin to let him do it. Now, Urban Meyer, uh, yeah, hey, you were the cat's ass in college. You know, now you're dealing with pros. And, you know, does that Sasquatch foot mentality translate the guys that got seven-figure paychecks handed to him at the end of a game? But he could be being Dr. Phil a little bit and trying to, you know, maybe he just saw something and said, you know, Lawrence, not that he's getting fat and happy, but nothing's handed to you. 
So maybe he was trying to jumpstart him. Maybe he really believes in Minshew because Minshew played. There were moments that kid played really good last year. Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't have an issue with Minshew. And he, you know the other thing, Brian is you, Meyer could be feeding us one thing and could be talking to those two guys. You know, in his office, and they, they and they know what's up. Um, yeah, you're right about coaches. I man, back in high school. Uh, Guys got treated different, you know, depending on who you were and how good you were and what your stature was. Well, you I have thought. to honestly, I mean, if you're a coach, some guys are like, you know, old school. Not it's my way and this is how it's done. But honestly, it would behoove them to know this guy can handle the heat. Right. This other guy I think can be a really yeah. good player, but he'll cave under my pressure. He needs a pat on the back, and he'll play better. Remember Tim Duncan and Popovich. Popovich rode Duncan because he knew he could handle it, and it was good for the team. Giddy up. Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapchat. Chris Bavone is back in New York. Quick break. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Pavona is back in New York. Hey, by the way, NASCAR, only a couple of races left before the class. Oh, I was kicking myself yesterday. I zagged when I should have zigged. Yeah. I mean, it was coin flip city. I was Blaney Logano, Blaney Logano. And I, I went Logano. Then Blaney wins the, the yeah. great finish. Yeah. Uh, for about four laps, he had Larson. William Byron. Byron. And possibly Kurt Busch. I think it was Kurt Busch. Yeah. Busch and, and they, were, they kept coming at him, and he was really good at blocking. Like, he dove down, took their air away, and give him marks, man. He got the W. Yeah. He's, he's, a, good, he's a good racer. That, that, that was a good race. Stretch run here. The, the NASCAR playoffs are going to be good. The golf playoffs are going to be good. Ryder Cup is coming up, and oh, by the way, with all this preseason stuff, the NFL's in front of you. College football, August twenty eighth. I mean, right. here we go, and that thinking, that is going to be a gong show. I was thinking that this morning as I was going through all the NFL news and notes, and I think to myself, "Wow, I, I really haven't looked at college football very closely yet. I, I need to get that done." Other, uh, other big takeaways from. The weekend in, in the NFL. The good teams, Stevie, the good teams with their depth, these are the teams that are covering numbers mm-hmm. in the preseason. Oh, by the way, I'm telling you, watch out. The Chargers, 
Like hard, the Hard Knock show? Last year it was the Chargers. It was a combo. Remember that? It was a combo Chargers and Rams. Right. And this guy from the Chargers is Derwin James. Uh, you maybe take a flyer on this guy to be the M- defensive M- NFL MVP. Yeah. I'm telling you, this guy was he was just blowing everybody up at camp last year. I forgot you were the injury guy. Him. It was an Achilles, a knee, whatever. I but forget it, what it was. He walked off and he was done for the year. Heartbreaking because he was just coming back from injury. Well, he's back again, and during the stage practices, he picked off Garoppolo. I think he was covering Kittle. Picked him off near the goal line. Went the distance for a touchdown. Watch out. This Derwin James kid is good. Yeah, I, I, I keep hearing about him. I again, I, I think the charge. I'm worried about the offensive line there. They've got some nicks. We'll see how that goes. I like the Chargers a lot, but but that's also a tough division. Their schedule's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Vikings are expected to bring back uh, Everson Griffin. Brian uh, add some depth on the defensive line. Pro- probably a good pickup for them. And then. How, Poor A.J. McCarron. <laughs> I feel so, a handoff. A handoff. And he blows the knee out. Oh. And he's done for the year. So Atlanta's now looking for a backup. So, um, you know, watch for, watch for guys on other teams to really step it up in, in hopes that uh, Atlanta might come calling for them. Oh, boy. So very quickly, let me see. I wonder if there's even a number up. Let me look. Uh, yeah. Cleveland's five and a half at Atlanta. Because okay. do you put Ryan out there? Probably not. Probably not. Right. And if McCarron's not there, right. And whoever the new guy is, which, which I have no, I, I should have looked at their depth chart and I didn't look. But no, the, the, the last thing you want is to put Ryan out there, right, Brian? If if he gets Nick, now you're really in a mess. That is the rub, man, with the preseason. Although it's kind of fun. It's like. Um, you know, it's kind of like you're watching a murder mystery on TV and you're trying, can I figure out the ending, <laughs> you know, be- before the great reveal? Yeah. And you're literally gauging, you know, what they tell you. Only so much of it can be gone. Like, okay, McVeigh comes out and says, my starters aren't playing. Okay, thank you. Right. You, you know with the Rams. Right, right. So back to the Atlanta game. Do, do I'm you looking? I'm seeing. Do, the, do you, the oh, I'm just, do, would, would you lay the number with, with with Cleveland, figuring that that Ryan's not going to play, and now right. you basically are playing all right, the Browns against Felipe Franks. That's what's going to happen, right? Third, <laughs> the third guy is going to come in if they sign a guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if he throws, he's thrown in the fourth quarter. So then you go to the Browns, and see, you wonder how much has been determined in their first couple of games. But you've got Keenum and Kyle Lalletta. And I think the Lalletta kid, it's all dink and dunk stuff, but he's been okay. But I mean, if it's Case Keenum, I mean, he could put some points up. He can. But at the same point, you're sitting there going, through two games, these guys have proved enough. You know? Yeah. I mean, how about how about the Raiders? Gruden loves Peterman. Yeah, Peterman can play. He can. You know, and Mariota's sitting there fresh as a daisy, and we know what he did last year. So let me ask you this: A team like Atlanta, 
Carson Wentz is, by the way, getting back on yeah, the yeah. field. That's big news. But team, the Cowboys, what if Prescott's arm is messed up? Right. So teams that say, oh, my God, we got to get a quarterback. Instead of going waiver wire stuff here, you know, is a team like Atlanta, if you called the Raiders, I mean, it's a backup. You got Matt Ryan. But if you're, if you're looking for a quarterback somewhere, would you call the Raiders? Oh, what do you want for Peterman? Okay. Or Gruden loves Peterman. Would you call and say, what do you want for Mariota? That's what I would do. And what price might you pay for Mariota? He played the, was it one game last year? He looked great in the one game yeah. he played. Yeah. And he, he wants to go to another team and, and be the number one. So he's motivated. Um, that, that's, a, that's a good question, though. What would the Raiders want for him? And, 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 and is it worth it? I, I guess if, you're, if you feel like you know, you're a playoff team and you're in a bind at quarterback, I, I guess you do it. This Cowboys thing, man, let me tell you, the Danucci kid threw a couple of picks. Cooper Rush is not going to – he's not no. going to done. There's a lot of talent on that football team. But if you're, I, they can tell you anything they want to tell you, but if, think about it. We're worried about Prescott's arm. You guys coming off one of the most hideous injuries you've ever seen on his ankle. Yeah. I was just going to ask you about that. So if you're – your defensive scheme against the Cowboys, do you expect him to be standing in the pocket? Like, he's not going to be running because the ankle injury is... Well, he seems to... I mean, watching the practices we've seen on the Hard Knock show, oh, he looks he looks really mobile. He looks fine. I, I, they've not said there were any... The only news that came out of that was that, unbeknownst to anybody before the Hard Knock show, that he had a second surgery on the ankle. Okay, they, so- Nobody knew that. He had a second surgery on it. Uh, he looks fine running around, but okay, it, it's more. You would think that would be more of a between the years thing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting I, at. I mean, he you, you know he's still got to deal with that injury he's coming off mentally because he's not taking a hit. Right. So so that that's see, I, I, quarterbacks who get knee injuries, right? They're they're afraid to run initially because they don't trust the knee. They, they it, it feels like it's going to go. Right. They could, they could take so I'm, I'm wondering if the same thing. Get over. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if the same issue with him, and he's reluctant to run with the ankle, and therefore he's in the pocket, and you know where he's going to be, and if you don't scheme with that in mind. Oh, I think without doubt. That's what Brett, honestly, being a Bills fan, that's the one bad thing, the bad taste that was left in my mouth. I've said, you know. They're all knocking Singletary and Moss. And I said, this, those running backs are fine. It was always, they never lined up to run the ball. Everything was an inside handoff out of the shotgun. And the running back never had any momentum right. to see the hole. The running backs are fine. It's the scheme. They're lining up in the preseason, and these guys look great. And okay. I know it's the preseason. It's the scheme. It's not the running backs. You know, that's the kind of thing. What were we talking Who were we yapping about? We're, well, I'm gonna have a brain cramp. I, I don't. I don't remember now. But but I I get your point. You, you you like the the running back to take the the ball with. He's already going. Oh, were you talking about putting eight in a box or something on, on Prescott? Was that what you were yapping about? It, it, oh oh yeah, just recently yeah. So so he's sitting in the pocket because I because I don't I you know. Oh no I, no I'm sorry I know what the brain cramp was. That was the one bad taste in my mouth. I got no problem. The Bills lost to the Chiefs in the championship game last year. And I got no problems with these coaches. They're great. The GM, my God, they're a contender. You know, I'm thrilled. That was the worst game plan 
I've seen in 10 years for a game. Mahomes is coming off the foot injury. Right. And they sat back and yeah, let him yeah. shred them. Yeah, no. It's like, rush him. You're right. Make him. See if he's mobile. Right. We're talking about, you know, how will Prescott react? Right. They sat back, and, and what did, and, and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, what they do? <laughs> they pressured him. They made him run around. Yep. And, yeah. So that, that was the one thing that made me mad about the championship games. Like, what are you doing? To pressure him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. yeah, he may burn you once, but if he maybe he'll make a mistake or two. And well, they just sat back and let him eat them alive. Well, the, the other thing, too, is that the, the, the Chiefs' off, offensive line had some nicks, so you might be able to get to him easier than normal. I'm not normal. sure if Fisher got hurt in that game. He, he might have got hurt in that game, but they, the, the offensive line did already have some nicks. Sports great, man. Drive you nuts. Yeah. The, the, the stuff, and then like the other one, like you're sitting there going, some of the challenges, you go, what are you doing? <laughs> That's an unwinnable challenge. What are you doing? That's yeah. a timeout. Yeah. What are you doing? I, I, some of these coaches really boggle my mind. By, by the way, you, you talked about Carson Wentz. Uh, the, the reports, what do you make of that? The reports out of Colts camp is that they are very optimistic that he starts week one. He and if I saw, I'm sorry if this he, is you know, he, he, report. No, no, it's fine. He, he took and reps. Nelson are coming back to practice. Yeah, yep, yep. They're taking reps with the number ones. It's a good Colts football team. Yeah. Still questions with Wentz. Yes, there that are. That is a good football team. Deep. Yep. Yeah. Nasty, physical. Well, if, if, if they can play the battle for the top with Tennessee there, that's going to be fun to watch. I, I, know, I, they I might like be the, a team. They may be a team that's worth watching. Teams that play them the following week okay. could struggle. Yeah. The Colts are physical. Yep. Yep, that's a good point. That's a good point. Did you did you my, see my homework assignment? I'm East Coast teams going to Seattle. I think that travel eats them up and hurts them for the next week. Right. And maybe the Colts might be a team being very physical in defense that could take something out of teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're an indie fan, like I'm sitting here chirping up the the championship game. The Bills are lucky to be there. The Colts had him. Colts had him beat. Frank Reich, and I love Frank Reich. Yeah. He did not have a good day no, coaching he that game. No. Nope. Indy, Indy should have won that game. You're right. You're right. I I, I agree with you. Now, any any takeaways from, from the weekend? Uh, Pittsburgh, Miami, Carolina? looks pretty good. You know, put shelve him. Uh, how did how did Carol? Did you? No, I've not seen Darnold. Okay. I want to get a peek. How, how, how about how about Tua? They're playing him a lot, man. I I still I think teams are going to be jumping routes on him. I, I got to see okay. this guy stretch the field. That's yeah, my too. main concern. All right, we're loving this on a Monday Vegas Sports Week Radio Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Injury report coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Oh, boy. Is that two pages? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to conserve paper. So I'm... Oh, well done. So, Stevie, with the green injury report. Yeah. We'll start with Major League Baseball, Brian. Uh, the Texas Rangers have a COVID outbreak. I'm sorry. I want to apologize. Oh, I'm not even confident on which end that came out of. At least six players in quarantine now for them. Uh, around Major League Baseball, too, I know Longoria uh, for the Giants uh, went on the uh, COVID list. So there's guys here and there in Major League Baseball still dealing with COVID. Uh, in the NBA, Brian, uh, for the Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson, Achilles. Missed all of last season. Likely to make his return Christmas Day against the Phoenix Suns for Golden State. In the NFL, uh, New York Jets' Jared Davis ankle. We got a bleeder! Is expected to miss at least the first five games of the season. Uh, for Atlanta, A.J. McCarron, torn ACL. What? No, those can't be my, my results. I'm healthy as sh- Somehow blew up his knee, handing the ball off, Brian. He is out for the season. And uh, in Indianapolis, Carson Wentz, foot. Sorry, but this... Please don't cry like that. Again, reports out of Indianapolis. They are very optimistic that Wentz will start week one for them. That's it, Brian. Oh, Stevie Slapshot with a shoulder injury, Brian. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm getting, oh, you get the coyote. I'm the coyote. You're the coyote. What happened? I, I was moving boxes around, you know, getting ready for the move and storing them into an, a, an empty bedroom and hit the door jam with my shoulder on the way. I in. told you I'd be a great foreman for the move. <laughs> yeah, I do wish this, I had you there. Do now. this, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. What you should do is go to the other studio because hour number two is coming up next. It's Vegas Sports Radio Series 204 and the Sports Grid Radio Network.